Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. Hi, it's so good to be with you today. I'm so glad to be able to enjoy fellowship with you as we study God's Word together. I pray that we're all growing in Christ and as we listen to what God has to say to us this day. Verse 150 of Psalm 119 is where we're at. Oh my, can you believe it? We've already done 150 of these verses. What a joy. We read, they draw nigh that follow after mischief. They are far from thy law. You know, I can imagine the psalmist, as he's looking around, it just seems like every way that he turns, to the left, to the right, as he looks forward, there's problems on every side. You ever been there? Seems like you can't find a place to rest. You couldn't find a place to lay your head down. And so he said, feeling, that feeling that they're, you know, you know, squeezing him, they're oppressing him, they're getting real close to him, that he couldn't find rest for his own life. As we certainly see that word mischief, it is this idea how people plan evil. They're wicked people who want to do wickedly. And that's a sad place for people to be in. And then he, the psalmist simply said about these people that they're far from thy law or far from God's word, God's intent for us to do. You know, I think of certainly in the New Testament, Jesus felt that quite a bit. In fact, one of the beautiful psalms that speaks about our Lord uh, is Psalm 22. It's a picture of Jesus going to the cross. And, and can you picture him as he's there before Pilate? And they're asking him, who, sh- who should we, who should we put, you know, in, you know, release this day? Should we release Barabbas or should we release Jesus? And when they started trumping up these charges against our Lord and, and the crowd, it was a very, you know, uh, biased crowd that, to say at least. They started crying out, crucify him. And you almost could picture the, the leaders of the Sanhedrin sending his, their guys down into the crowd encouraging people to yell out crucify him crucify him as they finally cried out to the point where Pilate gave in giving in to their demands Psalm 22 verse 11 speaks about this he says be not far from me for trouble is near there is none to help many bulls have compassed me strong bulls of Bashan have beset me around. They gap their uh, gap upon me with their mouths and as raving in roaring lions, for dogs have compassed me. The, the assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. They pierce my hands and f- feet. And so this picture of this huge crowd pressing in on Jesus is the psalmist saying, they draw near that follow after mischief. They are far from thy law. The question is, how does that work for us? When we're in confronted with wickedness, those who don't know God, it could be in your neighborhood. Maybe somebody living in uh, right next door to you or down the street. It could be in your workplace. Somebody that you, you work amongst, that, that works amongst you in cubicles around you. It could be when you go into a store or, or any place that you go into, you might be confronted with a, a very, you know, troubling situation. They're just ready to 
you know, spark a fire with you, you know, bring up an argument to try to pull you out of where you should be with the peace of God. Because if they could get you to argue, if they know, can push you, push you, they're able to move you into the realm of the flesh. How should we react when difficulties like this come our way? Well, Jesus, of course, tells us what we should do. And I think it's always good when you're looking at very difficult real-life situations that we go to God's Word and we take a look at what Jesus has to say to us. And certainly within relationships, it's he ends up uh, in Matthew chapter 5. And I'm going to read this a little backwards because he tells us there, if you love them which which love you, what reward you have ye? Do not even the publicans the same. Otherwise, he says, what's the big deal if we at church just want love one another? He says we should be doing that. They they agree with us. They they're kind and boy, I'm so blessed to be a part of Agape, Agape Chapel. I'm amongst the most loving, caring people on the face of the earth. At least in my wife and I's book, we're so blessed to be there amongst them. But Jesus is saying, if that's the only place you love, then really what you what what do you have? He says, if you salute your brethren only, what do you do you more than the others? Do not even the publicans do so? Otherwise, he says that's kind of normal. You have something in common. You know, I I kind of laughed as. You know, I think the last few weeks, I think we've all seen the Republican and Democratic convention. And they were, both parties were, you know, glad habit, ha- slapping each other on the back like, man, what a great job we're doing. Our candidate's going to win. And so Jesus is saying, you have something in common. You're going to salute each other. You're going to welcome him. But then he says, be thou perfect. What's he talking about there? He says, be thou complete. Complete in what? In God's love. Even as your Father, which is in heaven, is complete. Complete in the love that he has for us. And he demonstrated for us on the cross the love of God. So how does that deal with our verse? Well, we have to back up. Remember how I said that this is a little backwards the way I'm reading it today? Verse 43 deals with a situation. It could be a situation that you might be facing where people are angered and People are plotting wickedness, and or, or like our psalmists, they draw nigh, they follow after mischief, they, they, they are far from their law. What should we do as believers? As he, he go, tells us, you have heard that I have said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, and he gives us now four things that we should be doing. First of all, we should love our enemies. Instead of, he, you know, as they're trying to, you know, throw darts at us, and that's normally our tendency is to throw darts right back at them. He says, we should look to love them. You know, it love is, it's amazing where even a, a soft answer could put down the loudest voice as we draw upon God to give us the words to be able to say. And so we should love your enemy. Secondly, we should bless them that curse you. That's hard to do, isn't it? But as their you know, foul mouth is going on, as we learn to take a step back. I think when if you're hitting a very difficult situation, take a step back for a moment. Don't respond right away. Don't let your, your, your flesh get fired up. Take a step back and say, Lord, help me. 
Lord, I pray for this person. Third thing he tells us that what we should do, do good to them that hate you. Look for a way that where you could get on the, the front side of this problem by seeking to bless them. Seek them to do good for them. And then finally, fourthly, and pray for them that spitefully use you and persecute you. You know, it's so practical, the things that Jesus gives us to do. The hard part is in the actually the doing of it, isn't it? But I've discovered over the years, if I learn each and every day to learn to abide in Christ, to abide in the vine, as we abide in the vine, the Holy Spirit then gives us the strength and he enables us to do things even as Jesus teaches us here. I pray that this day that you too are abiding in the vine, that you're experiencing his love and your grace upon your life. And thus, when people come into your life this day, may you just pass it on. Pass on how much God has been blessing you. And I believe that you too would be blessed. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.